Welcome to the fourth season of Dum Dums and Dragons. It's a show where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. There are three central heroes within our story. Alan, a half-elf mage who travels to explore her human side. She's proven herself loyal to her friends, but craves power and magic without thinking of its consequences. This has cost her dearly as she's disappeared from the ancient world. Then there's Quinny, a halfling rogue who recovered from his kleptomania only to die and be brought back to life. He's trapped in a pact with a demon who's making him more and more cruel and violent by the day. Lastly, there's Butthole Farch, a human cleric who people believed had invented his own farting goddess, Moonhammer. He lost his faith, became a murderous celebrity named the Forsaken, and everyone was shocked, including him, when it turned out Moonhammer was real. Now he's heard of his legacy as the Vessel and wants to stop his parents from ruling the world. But how did our heroes become who they are? Let me tell you. I hope you're ready for a whirling dervish of narrative. Our heroes set out on a quest to help Gundry Rockseeker at the behest of a gangster, Carmine Falstaff. During their quest, they discovered a mastermind villain known as the Black Spider who was trying to kill them. Battling this villain, they made a series of allies, the Mad Dwarf Prince Mudbutt, the Taciturn Jakob Goodbark, the Unhinged Little Pimpim, and the Dirty-Minded Ranger, also named Ranger. Most important, they discovered Butthole's animal companion, the Wolf Goblin Jr. Fighting their way into the mines of Fandelver, our heroes defeated the Black Spider and accidentally collapsed the mines. Covering up their mistake, however, they were celebrated as heroes in town before receiving a message about Prince Mudbutt. The prince was in danger! Over their time in Fandelver, our heroes revealed the forces driving them. Quinny was an atheist and a criminal because he was afraid of being bored. Alan hoped one day to find her unknown father, and Butthole had escaped his murderous aristocratic parents, spent time as a mercenary, and then found his goddess. Butthole's father can control him with his voice, and our cleric hopes to foil his family's plans wherever possible. Traveling to Prince Mudbutt, our heroes discovered that the dwarf's entire kingdom of Winchester was undead and sent the dwarf's spirits to rest. Mudbutt went off in search of another Richard, a specific breed of royal falcon, while our heroes traveled to Neverwinter. When they arrived, Butthole was arrested for running a cult! With the help of Not Peter Baelish, a character who exactly resembled Peter Baelish, our heroes scrambled to defend Butthole at trial. After he was found innocent, our central trio were ambushed by the cult in the courthouse and killed the cultist perverting Moonhammer's name. Fleeing, they took to the seas, where they were immediately enslaved. After several months, our heroes escaped and joined the crew of Captain Roberts, where they played a central role in killing an evil psychic whale that was controlling the oceans. You heard me, a psychic whale! After their time with Captain Roberts, they won a boat of their own, along with a prisoner from the Unseen Hand, the name for the army of spies controlled by Butthole's parents. Accidentally, our heroes were trapped on an island of tornadoes, but battled through them with the aptly named Tornado Town Terrence, where they defeated one of the aristocratic planteers and made their way to the Thiefies, Quinny's lifetime goal. They also freed their Unseen Hand prisoner as a theoretical double agent. Abandoned by Moonhammer's magic, Butthole declared himself the Forsaken and became a murderous celebrity in the arena at the Thiefies. Teaming up with Master Thief Bryn, Alan discovered her father was the head of the Thief's Guild, and Bryn was her sister? Meanwhile, Quinny battled to steal his way to glory, while Butthole seduced Merle Streep and harassed his brother, Reginald Tingler. The Thiefies ended with Quinny slain at the hands of Reginald, and Butthole badly burned by Alan's fireball that killed his brother. Our surviving heroes ended their alliance, with Butthole going one way and Alan and Goblin Jr. going the other. Months later, Alan and Butthole found themselves psychically summoned to the same place in the woods. Alan, with a mark on her hand and a friendly voice in her head, was in a much darker place. Butthole had spent the intervening months murdering low-level gods as the rage-fueled Forsaken and picked up a new assistant and all-around dum-dum superfan, Bucky. Butthole was fine. He's pretty much always chipper. 
Meeting in the woods, they found the goddess Moonhammer in mortal form. Journeying into hell to return Moonhammer to her glory, our heroes also rediscovered Quinny. Butthole proposed to the goddess who said she'd think about it, and then they all returned to Earth and put Quinny into the monstrous Frankenbody Butthole had built for him. Butthole also gave Alan a living ball of fingers named Billy Fingers. Unsurprisingly, Quinny's new body immediately began to decay. Traveling across the ocean, Butthole and Alan joined the cat person Mr. Mittens to find the artifact killing Frank and Quinny while Quinny waited on the airship. Reunited for the final part of the journey, they discovered the artifact and Quinny was safe in a body he hated. Then they all got in a dinosaur race. Who won? We never found out as they were all arrested by Paladin Von Strauss for killing the cultists in the courtroom back in Neverwinter. So our heroes went to jail, where Von Strauss was brutally attacked and an army of genuine Quinny clones was discovered. Using the enigmatic Gary to help them escape, our heroes didn't count on their ally fleeing the prison just before the final battle. They also hadn't counted on the voice in Alan's head corrupting her completely, at which point Alan disappeared. Left only with Quinny, who had been switched into an OG Quinny body, butthole, and a heavily injured paladin Von Strauss, our heroes murdered their way out of the building at a terrible cost. Flying with the second planteer as prisoner, our heroes headed for Neverwinter. Butthole's parents had begun their civil war and had to be stopped. They'd even killed Lord Neverember. After freeing their planteer prisoner because he asked nicely, our heroes set off. Finding the shapeshifter Juniper, a paladin who follows a prophecy that appears on a scroll she holds, they liberated the town of Phandalin and teamed up with the hippo man mercenary Polka. Traveling to Neverwinter, our heroes infiltrated the bastion of the Unseen Hand and their unlikely allies, the Greywater Syndicate. But that's the same mercenary company Butthole used to serve in. Uh-oh, now they're evil. Our heroes were shocked to find that the forces of Butthole's parents were shipping magical tomes through portals and their armies were armed with laser rifles. What the science fiction, what? Leading an ambush on the Greywater Commander, our heroes killed him and stuffed him inside a dead bear. Then Juniper impersonated him in a meeting where Neverwinter was supposed to be handed over to the mercenaries. Unfortunately, that meeting was run by Butthole's father. When he saw his son, he commanded him to kill his friends, at which point Butthole attacked Quinny and Juniper with everything he had. And that's when the DM stopped season three! I know! What a cliffhanger! Tom is a monster! Also, there was an epilogue that's definitely important. Alan, who we hadn't heard from in a while, found herself in a room in a fifth element-like future, being pursued by officers of the law and being assisted by a robot. Not knowing what to do, she jumped out a massively high window casting Featherfall, only to discover it didn't work. And that's it! You're all caught up! Enjoy season four of Dum Dums and Dragons! It's gonna get nuts! The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.